Welcome to The Unfiltered Musician, where we give you all the tea on life as a musician and how to navigate the industry. This is episode number 18, Beat the Heat. Welcome back to another episode of The Unfiltered Musician. We're your hosts, Vanessa Perret and Ryan Mancini. And today, we are giving you four ways to avoid burnout. Thank you if you're joining us again as a frequent listener. And if you're new here, you're in for a treat. Vanessa, let's start off with a weekly check-in. What did I do this week? I feel like when you hit January, it's just really hard to keep up like with the days and such. They all just kind of drone on <laughs> post-holidays, you know? But... I am getting more new students. I just onboarded two in the last week and I have another two coming in, which is awesome. I had some really cool job opportunities come up. A university asked me to be an adjunct professor. And no, I, Professor I, Perret. I know. Ryan was like, oh, they can call you PP. I was like, no, <laughs> they shouldn't. <laughs> but that was definitely an eye opener. You know, like I'm always, I'm always proud of myself and I always tell people to really be proud of like where, where they've come to and like what they've, what they have come to. And so it was, it was very humbling to hear that. And I respectfully declined only because my business is growing exponentially right now. And I feel like if I took on other students from an outside party, I would not have room to take in my own private students and really focus on all the other big accomplishments I want made for this year. And I really want to get all of that done in the bulk of the first half of this year. So it was an amazing opportunity. And I made sure that I didn't burn any bridges. And I said, Hey, you know, reach out to me whenever you need me, you know, depending on if you need people for other semesters, or if your students are looking to continue private lessons in the summer, I'm your girl. So they were like, yeah, absolutely. So you never know what an, an opportunity can turn into, but make sure that you're treating every opportunity as a great one, even if you are declining. <laughs> but you don't know what could come out of that connection later. So it was really awesome to to get that kind of correspondence and even recognition. So I was really happy. <laughs> Amen, sister. That's pretty cool. Um, on my end of things, I am just trying to wrap up a bunch of different video projects and... For those of you that missed me on YouTube, I am doing a lot of batch recording, which is just recording a ton of videos at once. That way I can avoid the burnout, which we're going to talk about today. Ooh, oh, segue. you like how I tied that in there? Such a segue. Because um, I definitely <laughs> have been uh, dealing with burnout for the last, I would say, two months or so, and I haven't been posting on YouTube. I've been posting on other platforms, but YouTube is my main platform that I want to focus on. Um, so I'm trying to get those videos together and not make it so overwhelming because now I have multiple social media accounts that I'm trying to run and trying to grow and it's it's sort of getting stressful. Um, but I guess that's a sign of, of growth with my account, so that's okay. But let's hop into this topic, uh, starting with go on a walk. That's number one. Go yes. on a walk. Get away from your computer. Stop <laughs> sitting there all day long. Uh or stop practicing all day long, or stop calling all day long, trying to get gigs and deal with all the stuff that requires you to be a professional. 
Go on a walk. Get up. It sounds so small and mundane, but let me tell you, it walks have been transformative for me. <laughs> and especially one one thing I did want to improve for myself this year was to enjoy being outside, even if it is a little chilly, you know, just bundling up a little extra. But we live in in downtown Hartford and it is actually a, a pretty city, I would say, especially in the summertime. We do have our park down the street. We have the Connecticut River and there's trails. We've taken our bikes. So there are definitely plenty of places to just walk around, do a loop for like 20 minutes or so. And I really do find a lot of inner peace on those walks when I just unplug, whether I'm listening to music or I'm just silent and I'm watching the world go by around me and just turning off my brain for a moment. It really, it really hits the reset button sometimes. And say you don't have a great place to go out for a walk, maybe something is a short drive away. Or you could, you know, pace around your house in a few circles and just maybe practice more mindfulness of looking around and noticing things in your house you might not have before or the way something functions. And it's just a clean slate, just taking yourself away from your workspace. It really, it's small, but it makes a huge difference. Right. And this is a daily thing that you can practice. Um, it's not something that's like, okay, I've been pumping everything out for the last two weeks, last month, last three months. Um, this is like, all right, I'm in the moment of whatever I'm doing I'm losing my flow state because I've been focused for too long. I just need to get up and move around. Um, go outside. Stop Stop staying indoors. If you're in a warmer climate, um, maybe you want to go practice outside if it doesn't bother your neighbors. If you've got the room, go do that. Change up your environment. That also helps uh, with just regular brain activity and any other activities that you're doing. Man, I would, you know, I would give anything for it to be warm outside right now. Imagine but <laughs> just going outside and belting some opera. But even like if you have <laughs> if you have a treadmill at home or if you do have a gym membership and it's not too far away and you have that time to step away, even if you might not have that time, dedicate that time because it's better than sitting there with burnout, not having any ideas as opposed to being more productive and just stepping away and seeing if something comes to you. But our apartment complex has a gym downstairs. So, you know, I, I've definitely thought about going downstairs for a walk, but usually our apartment, the layout is large enough where I, I can pace <laughs> right. around if I need to. But I mean, yeah, going, going to the gym too, or even calling somebody on the phone while you're on your walk, maybe someone that you confide in quite a bit or you think will inspire you or just to take your mind away from the frustration of the burnout. Right. An extroverted person might do well from having a different conversation. With Call me. <laughs> yeah. Vanessa is, is a great person to get you away from your burnout for sure. There's a lot of times where I'm just like, hey, boo-boo. What are you up to right now? <laughs> and you can call me Boo Boo too if you want. <laughs> I'm your Boo Boo now. Just like I don't want to look at the computer anymore. What is what is she up to? What is she doing? There's but always something weird going on in my brain. Yeah, and that's the nice part about having a roommate. <laughs> oh yeah, best roommate ever, right? Love you, bestie. <laughs> All right, moving on to topic two. <laughs> One of the best pieces of advice I got right as soon as I started college. And I asked this question to um, my now big Bryce French. We do a lot of covers with him on YouTube. So go go check those out. Maybe I can link them in the video when I post this. Um, but I asked him, what is the best piece of advice you can give to an incoming freshman? And he told me at the time, find a hobby. Do something that is not music related. So that's what I'm trying to give to you now is avoid the burnout by Finding a hobby that's not music related. 
for me, I got really, really into golf like my senior year of high school. And I didn't realize how much of like a saving grace that would be for me. But every now and then I'd be like, let's just go to the driving range. Or um, if I was busy calling people at my parents' house when I still lived there, I would go outside because they have a huge backyard and I'd just start hitting all the golf balls I, I could into the woods and just going to collect them back. And that's also like just being in a different space, having that fresh air was super helpful in that moment. And sometimes um, I'll go with you too. Like I don't, I do not golf <laughs> whatsoever. Right. I am a happy bystander. But if he rents a golf cart, I'm like, oh, that kind of sounds fun. Yeah, like, why can not? I drive it? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just like have the the beer cart come over, grab a truly, and just watch him. And even if it's in the summer, just being outside, getting away from the city, and seeing more trees, which is like where we grew up. It's kind of right. nice. Right. Um, a lot of people would recommend during college us to do uh, other uh, musical activities, which wasn't really as relaxing, but I definitely found that um, they were super helpful just to be with people that were not musical, which is also another thing that you can get from being in a hobby. So our acapella groups, there was, there was a sports journalist, uh, shout out Brandon, <laughs> if you're listening to this, um, English majors, economy I, I don't know just people all over the place but being with them and talking to them um on a irregular basis was definitely helpful because it would just take your mind away from things honestly i feel like we need a whole other podcast episode about how you need music appreciator friends as well as the advanced musicians Ugh, yes because lord oh my gosh there's such a difference and you need that balance yeah being with musicians all the time can be so like heavy on you. It's just like, it's always the competition thing, which we talked about with Andy Sorensen. Yeah. The competitive mindset yeah, from a conservatory in, perspective, but also just in general, you know, with all musicians. So we're, we should definitely talk about that. Even if it's just a little rant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So topic three, we're going to talk about consuming different media. So what I mean by that is a, a few different things. It can be live in person or it can be what you actually listen to throughout the day. As a musician, you get tired of listening to music all the time. It actually happens. I recently took a drive up to Boston. I didn't listen to music for an hour and a half. Yeah, people they think we're time. crazy because even when we're together in the car, it's silence. Half the time, there's no music. Like, <laughs> we consume so much like media and music in a day because of what we have to do. And even, you know, I'm recommending repertoire to my students, like dozens and dozens of students. And sometimes it's like, uh, I've heard this enough. I don't need to hear it for leisure. But mm. we were talking about one of our friends that, that listens to a lot of podcasts, who's also a musician. Right, right. So she told me that like during the day, it's just like you're having to deal with music professionally so much so that it's exhausting. And so what she does for leisure, instead of listening to music for fun, she listens to podcasts like this one, like the unfiltered musician. Uh, yay. <laughs> I mean, now we have enough episodes where you can kind of binge our stuff. We have hours worth I of I love binging. I know a lot now. of people do. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So this is something you can listen to when you're on your walk or you're, um, you're on your way to your hobby or for your hobby kind of thing. I, I don't know how you decide to do it, but if it's not music, 
it might actually be helpful as a, as a reset. Um, also, in terms of different media, attending live concerts. So usually when you're young, you, find a, you see a performer that is just doing so well and inspires you um, to become a musician. I don't know how it usually happens for most people, but I found that most people have a story that's like, this is your inspiration for becoming a musician. So go back to that. That's how you avoid a lot of burnout. I know for a lot of theater folks, uh, seeing Broadway shows is just really inspiring or regular professional theater. I mean, you and I were floored when we saw Moulin Rouge a few months back in October. We talked about that too, the week we did that podcast, you know, just the, the presentation of it all and the musicianship and everything that goes into it to make it that spectacular it's incredible, and it really is inspiring because not a lot of us get to have that super glamorous setting mm-hmm. <laughs> for all of our shows, so it's amazing to see what can happen. Yeah, getting out of your normal space of what you do and how to do things and seeing how other people go about their process, it's just, I don't know, it just it, it refills you with some energy. I don't know how it happens or why it works, but I know I've definitely felt that um, going to uh, local shows um, and going down to New York and seeing those people and going in town for Nashville and seeing all those musicians. It's just like, wow, oh my gosh, I, I still have another step that I can make. Um, and it seems like it's very possible sort of thing. And that really fills me with some inspiration. It's also nice to not be in the driver's seat when mm. it comes to entertainment. So that's such a great way to say it. I mean, yeah, going going to support either your friends or seeing a group that you've always wanted to see or immersing yourself in a genre that you wouldn't normally dabble in or listen to, it it really does it really does make a difference. Yeah, not being in the driver's seat where you have to facilitate and and worry about all that goes into the performance, but you can just enjoy it. Right. It it it's it can be transformative. It certainly is for me. And we have a lot of entertainment around here we're really close to new york and even just the new england music scene is pretty strong so it's it's not hard to look out for those things or at least some of our friends will say hey you should check out this place like kind of hole in the wall and just incredible musicians and even just being a part of an ensemble like how you were talking about acapella we have had i've had my church job at least for almost six years now Mm. and you're a little bit behind yeah. yeah and even just you know, we we do have a role in the ensemble where we do have to be leaders of our section and also facilitate rehearsals sometimes. But also it is nice to just sit back and enjoy being a part of a group, but not having to lead them to the finished product. Just to sit back and like shut your brain off for a little bit and not have to worry about all the things that go into to it. It's just nice yeah, to that, just be a part of it with people. That's the key is shut off your brain. Stop thinking. A lot of people that are high-level musicians like to analyze the people that they're listening to. And that's such a dangerous place to be in. When you're only watching people to analyze and you're not there to just enjoy it, to be entertained, that starts to be a problem. And that will cause a lot of burnout. That's the competition that you want to stop, you want to avoid. You, you can't be watching all media like that. Yeah, it gets there, exhausting. There really is room for everyone in this industry. And music is such a huge part of the social scene. And you can, you can feel that difference from a live band in a bar to a bar that does not have that. And they have mm-hmm. that different kind of like 
social engagement, crowd engagement. It's so different, but there really is room for all of us. Right, exactly. Uh, Let's move on to our last topic, topic four, which is give yourself days off. So as entertainers, we usually perform on the weekends. Why? Because the rest of the world has free time on the weekends. And they want to be entertained by other people. And that's where we come in. So our weeks are not normal to uh, other people's weeks. We have to give up some Saturdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Um, Sometimes even some Thursdays for some people. Uh, So either make yourself your own weekend. Choose your days off. If you are that far along in your career where you can actually do that, make sure it happens. Because you can get into the bad habit of, Oh, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going to call places, I'm going to work on my contracts, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to practice. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to perform. And then all of a sudden, you're working six and seven days a week, and you have no time off. That's going to lead to burnout with any person in the world. That's why we have five-day work weeks. And I'm even seeing some studies on LinkedIn where it's saying, like, four-day work weeks, like, still get the same output in work. It's like, okay, so why do we need to bother having five days of work if we can do the same amount of work in four days. Yeah, that's like being tested in Europe or something, right? Some companies, they're trying that out. A bunch of big companies collectively, like with over thousands of employees, it's like you have one day to take care of doctor's appointments, um, all the errands that you need to, and then you have actually two days to relax. Yeah, that's really the tough thing. And when I was working in public school and also building my own business, I couldn't even schedule doctor. I couldn't even get like my hair done or mm-hmm. think about the little things just to function, like getting food. And it was awful. And then I had realized like I I need to prioritize being a human. And so one thing that I do is if if there's anything that is consistent, I dedicate Saturdays to just being human. And that's exactly what I say. Just being human, experiencing things, going out with people, not worrying about work. I'll answer like a few emails or texts here and there, but it's not at the forefront of what I need to do in that day. It's just all about experiencing. And I would say like one of my hobbies, because we were talking about hobbies, is actually just going out and experiencing new things. And So I really try my best to keep Saturdays open. Like I will not open that up for my business and just, you know, even if we have gigs, which I do enjoy gigs because that's not what I primarily do at the moment. So even that's like kind of a a little break in itself just to be on stage and and having fun in a show. But Saturdays are, are my day. And I tell Ryan that I'm like, you gotta have one day Mm -hmm. (laughs) at least you know, more is great. Be human more. <laughs> Be able to schedule those appointments. But if you can start off with at least one day where you know you're not going to do anything, even if it's tempting, just give yourself the reset. You'll thank yourself later in the long term. Mm, absolutely. One of the best pieces of advice, aside from getting a hobby, um, that I got during my freshman year from Dr. Russell was to be human, like you're saying it actually helps to improve your music the more you decide to be human. The reason why AI and computers are never going to make better music and are never going to perform better than human musicians is because they aren't human. What makes music so great with in-person performances is that connection that we can't even explain. The energy swapping that's happening between a performer and the audience that makes a performance so special is 
so, so vital in everything that you do. So if you're not fueling yourself as a human first before you make music, you're not going to be any different than a computer. Ooh. You like Dang, that? A couple of wallies. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Not well, going to lie. You. Yeah, well, I mean, it was not my advice. It was given to me by someone else. It's good delivery, though. You, yeah, did, okay, you did okay. it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. It's so true. We need inspiration as humans, and that's what allows all of us to connect. And if you're not giving that to yourself, it honestly should be factored in with all of your work. Like, one day to not think about things, because it will enhance your, your work week and at least your mindset while you are working. Give yourself the recharge. It's so, so important. Right. Your health has to come first and it will trickle down to everything else that you do in your life. So let's do a summary of the topics we mentioned. So four ways to avoid burnout. Number one, go on a walk. Number two, find a hobby. Number three, consume different media. And number four, give yourself some days off. And these are basically just like short-term methods to avoid long-term burnout. Exactly. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Unfiltered Musician. If you liked this episode, give us a like, subscribe, hit that notification bell to see our other musical content. Yes, and message us with suggestions about what you want to hear about next at unfilteredmusician.podcast on Instagram or unfilteredmusician at gmail.com. We are here for you and see you next Sunday. Bye. Peace.